0: Hello and welcome to a very special uh, Liverpool FC podcast, it's the the Capital One Cup final podcast special. I'm Andy Kelly, I'm joined by James Pearce, by Neil Jones and by Christian Walsh. And uh, James, starting with you, a massive day for Liverpool on Sunday and every hope that we can get the Jurgen Klopp here underway with a trophy.
1: Yeah, it's a a huge occasion, isn't it? I think... um, it's massive for the manager and and for this group of players. When you think of where Liverpool were at when Klopp took over less than five months ago, um, the thought that Liverpool could be at Wembley picking up a trophy so soon after was a, was a pipe dream, really. Um, you know, and I think it would be would be a, you know a real symbolic achievement um, for the manager in terms of what he's trying to achieve, uh, and and for this group of players as well. I think Jordan Henderson will probably be the only player in that starting lineup on Sunday. It was part of the last Liverpool team to, to win a trophy four years ago, in this competition. So uh, yeah, it's 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 huge because um, there's been so many false dawns and you know unrest over the last ten years at, at Anfield, and you know times when you thought the club was on the up, and then they've uh, they've run into trouble. But um, you know, this is a this is a, a fantastic occasion, and if if Liverpool can get their hands on the trophy, you, you feel as if it would be. The first steps towards, uh, you know, a, a really special period for the club under Jürgen Klopp. Chelsea
0: people talk about um, the League Cup and in its various guises and sponsors over the years, and you know, it sort of obviously is the sort of third domestic trophy, if you like. But um, it's not just about; it's about winning the trophy. But then there's the other bits James alludes to. Potentially, we're expecting changes in the summer, but there'll be a core of players in that team on Sunday who will be expecting to be. You know, leading a sort of clock revolution next season still.
2: Yeah, yeah. We've seen um, we've seen over the years, you know, Liverpool's history, the players that are associated with it. They're all, you know, their players who've won stuff at Liverpool. You know, and some of these players won't be as fondly remembered as them. You know, I, w- I would imagine none of them will to be, to be fair. But if they win a medal and they win a trophy and deliver deliver some silverware back to the club, then that is that is something that they will be. They will have forever, and the manager will have, the players will have, and the memories of the fans will have as well. So it's um, it's it's difficult. It's difficult to imagine a sort of a less popular Liverpool team, if you like, winning a trophy than this one. <laughs> you know, in terms of with supporters, you know, you can imagine the Darby's teams, the Sunes teams, and things like that. These players have all been sort of written off, in 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 various forms or, or sort of criticised and and said they're not good enough for Liverpool. But by, you know. Seven o'clock on on Sunday, they could all be Liverpool FC winners, and I think I don't think you can underestimate the uh, the importance of something like that.
0: Christian, some of some of them players will take on a different aura and a different, you know, the way the way they're viewed and a perspective. If you see them walking around Wembley with a cup and with a medal, and maybe the sort of the boxes that some people, as Jonesy suggests, have put those players into as possible, you know, not good enough failures won't be there next season. You know, this is a chance for some of them to potentially say. Actually, you know, I can play for this club and I can win silverware with yeah. this
3: club. I mean, first of all, let's let's keep in mind what, what Jonesy just said. Charlie Adam was in that team. Yeah. Uh, that you know, and, and, and he's probably more fondly remembered than, than some of the teachers because he's won it, you know, you yeah. know. So I, I can definitely see what you mean. This, this this is a team and it's still a club really, and it's you know, it's a byproduct product of, of what's gone on over the past five, six years, but it's still a, a team that's looking for its identity, isn't it? Um, you know, what are they, what do they want to do, what are they all about, you know. I think Liverpool fans aren't really getting invested in this team because I think it's twofold, to be honest. Number one, do you think that you know half of them probably won't be here next season, which which is, could be an erroneous thought, to be honest. And, and and secondly, because you know there hasn't been much to get behind. Even even semi-finals against Stoke, they take them to penalties. They put the fans through the ringer that way. You know, it's a, it's it's sort of it's frustrating. But a positive result at Wembley and and a trophy held aloft. Make no mistake, at the moment Klopp's the star, and and that that is how it we will will be going forwards. I mean, what Liverpool have got to do in the summer is make sure he's not the only star in in the uh, in the team. But you know, Klopp is the star. You've obviously got Casino for me, you know, Henderson the captain. But yeah, you know, in terms of it, this is really important to, to turn a lot of these players from not journeyman, but you know, you know, from from almost from, from potential potential. They've been bought on potential. Now's the time to realise it with a trophy. Um, you know, it's it, you know, one one win against Manchester City is not going to turn al from one one thing to the other. It won't justify his transfer fee. You know, am not just picking on Lallana, but several players. Um, but what it will do is just gives something to get your teeth into in terms of, well, that player did that, and on the road to Wembley, he did that. I mean, it's been you know, I say the road to Wembley has been listed with unlikely heroes? I think um, I think heroes about it Neil? You know, Bogdan and uh, Zandy, oh, Zandy, yeah. sorry, uh, yeah. Bogdan. Um Arigi. Arigi, yeah. Randall, you know, players like that. But you know, I think Casino's only play seventy minutes in it. So it's not been a, a tournament for, for the for the big names, if you will, uh, in terms of Liverpool players, but you know what will what will go what will be remembered is the team that win it on the on the day and, and the squad and, and if it's Casino and yeah. Firmino holding the trophy off, that's what could make their careers. I'd always compare it, it was compared to Istanbul,
2: if you think about
3: some of them heroes in Istanbul, not bigger, bigger all, But you think J T. Do that would have
2: been fondly remembered by Liverpool fans if he hadn't have had that one night. You, know, you only need one night, though, end, don't you? you know, the heroes, they, they will always be heroes for Liverpool. You know. You think of, you know, if Liverpool had lost that night, Steve Finnan goes off a half time, and you know who remembers Steve Finnan's Liverpool career? He went off a half time because he won the trophy. He's still he's still a Liverpool favourite. You know, we can we'll write that in the paper when we write about Steve Finn and we'll say Liverpool Champions League winner. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I know this isn't the Champions League, and it's not even you know, it's not even the primary cup competition domestically. But it's still, it's still something, and it's you know, listen, I I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be sniffing at a, a Carling Cup winners' medal, a Capital One Cup winners' medal, even.
0: Yeah, well, Klopp calls it Carling Cup all the time, so you're in good <laughs> he company. Even He's <laughs> a beer man, isn't man. absolutely. You see, I want, I want to pick up on that uh, issue of uh, Klopp and identity and the players because. To me, it seems like most of the fans who are going with confidence, that confidence is through their confidence in the manager rather than their confidence in perhaps in this group of players. And I think that's probably because, you, you know, A, obviously week in, week out, they're an inconsistent bunch generally. But also I wanted to talk your heart back to the previous Wembley appearances and, uh, and especially the Villa game and the semi-final of the Cup. Uh, and that had been a sort of a run where we all thought it was going to end with Gerrard and the Cup final and all that. Never happened and the worst thing about that Villa game was the fact that you looked at a, a, a Liverpool team that was unrecognisable. You didn't actually recognise the way they were playing as being in any fashion, you know what you'd been watching for most of the years. For all that it was, you know, an inconsistent year, but um, do, do you is the feeling that that sort of Klopp can 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 make them perform on the day is it, just that bit stronger than perhaps that people thought for for Rodgers? Yeah,
1: I think so. I think just their respective CVs just gives you that belief probably not only in, not just amongst the fans but I think probably in the dressing room as well because I think you know, for Brendan Rodgers you go back to last season that was completely new for him being in a you know, an FA Cup semi-final at Wembley um you know he, he never had that kind of trophy laden uh, past pass to to fall back on and, and for people to to really believe in um and, that, and that's why Klopp you know them from the moment he come in came in he he united everyone because you know, he's a winner. You look at you, you look at what he's achieved in the game. That the way he got Mains promoted into the Bundesliga for the first time, transformed Dortmund into one of the most exciting teams in Europe. Back to back Bundesliga titles, their first ever double, Champions League final. He's he's been there, and I think anyone who witnessed him at Melwood on Friday afternoon would see that you know, this was he was so calm and relaxed. And you know, for him, it's it's no massive deal because it's not for him. It's not. A massive thing to be in a cup final. It would be a massive thing to win it, and and that would be that is purely his his his, his target and his ambition. And I think you know, when you look at how he set Liverpool up in big games this season, I think that inspires confidence as well. You think of what he did to City at the Etihad last November. You know that was yes Liverpool played very well on the day, and Klopp's influence only extends so far. Um, but you know I think he gives players that belief to go and perform, and, and he'll have a game plan that I think both the players and the supporters will, will believe in.
0: Jonesy, there was a brilliant moment in the press conference uh, when when somebody asked Klopp, did he think winning the, the cup would give him some breathing space? And Klopp sort of like quizzically asked him, oh, you think I need some breathing space, do you? And it was the response of a man who was very confident a, in his own abilities and B, in the fact that he's in a situation where um, what almost whatever happens in the cup final on Sunday, you know, it's a Brucey bonus for him if he wins <laughs> yeah. it, fantastic. But he's going to be here... Working, training—you know those are two words he uses a lot. Developing, and 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 you know for hopefully you know several years to come. He certainly sees, seems to see it that way, and that you know, winning on Sunday would be brilliant and a, and a great moment. And he says he's can imagine it in his in it, the pictures in his mind of being in Wembley with the fans, but it's not a be end an, an end all for him, is it?
2: No, it's not, and I, I don't say he's got nothing to lose because. Listen, if Liverpool went and got beat five 0 by Manchester City. Jurgen Klopp will always have that in his mind and on his his CV and you know that kind of thing. But if they lose against Man City, well, they've lost to a team that they were expected to lose to. Generally, you know, and he's lost with someone else's team, really, someone else's players. So he's not he's not under pressure to win this this trophy. He's under pressure that he'll he'll put on himself, and he's under pressure that the club will always be under in terms of. Wanting to end the wait, the four-year wait for silver. You know, some clubs would love a four-year wait for silver. Would you know? There's, there's, uh, there's plenty of clubs that would, would take that kind of drought. Um, but what he's got, really, in my opinion, what what he's got is he, he is the man who's it all rests on for Liverpool. In my opinion, because I don't think he's got the team that can, that that can just win him a game that he needs to win. I think it needs to come from him. It needs to be him. A setting them up and be convincing the players that they're they're capable of, of doing it, you know, on a big stage. I think that was what Brendan Rogers struggled with last season. I don't think I don't think any of them Liverpool players went out into that semi final against Aston Villa and believed that they were good enough to, to go
3: and win a trophy, you know, in in the way that they were playing last season. There was a moment of magic from Coutinho. That was the only time Liverpool even yeah. looked like scoring, I mean nobody scored from it, but it was Coutinho picking up the ball and just going, yeah. Right, I'm gonna do my own thing, I'm gonna go off script here. And basically yeah. put, the, put the ball in the back well, of the net. They also had the, the Dejan Lovren 35 yarder. That you was know, also That was also gone into, a, into the top corner. Uh, going back to what you are saying about the, uh, you know, about, it was interesting when listening to him and always sort of saying this isn't the end, this is the start and that and that. What you can remember at Mainz, he, he, he had two consecutive years of final day heartbreak in, the, in the second division. You know, could have gone up and needed a win in the first season, I think, and, the, and he didn't. And the, I think they called the Greater Fair.
0: Um, it was the the second season they actually lost out on, on by a last by minute a goal, goal by somebody exactly. else. So he
3: knows all what it's like to, to be knocked down and to get back up, and he knows that if Liverpool do get knocked down on Sunday, that you know this is this is only the first chapter of, of the story. I think that sort of mentality is I think that will help. I mean, you know, I don't want to hark back to last season, but because of the season Liverpool were having and, and because of the season the manager was having, it really did that Villa match felt like a bit of a last chance yeah. saloon. You know, it really you know. Throw in Stevie as well, the fact that it was Steven Gerrard's, you know, his birthday was going to be the 35th birthday, final game for Liverpool, was going to be the cup final, It all just felt so pressurised and Villa played to that, you know, Tim Sherwood, absolute agricultural manager, knew exactly what he had to do, but it worked. Tactics Tim. Tactics mm-hmm. Tim, you know, meek is well, is, um, is going to, I'm not saying it'll play into Klopp's hands, but it'll be a bit more of a, a tactical battle um, and there's a lot less pressure on on Klopp to, to deliver, but of course, of course, there's pressure because, you know, we were saying before not to bring up <laughs> the Manchester United double header. If in the space of a month he a delivers a trophy quicker than any manager in Liverpool's history, and b beats Manchester United in the European <laughs> knocks them out of the European competition, we have drawn yeah. United
0: in Europe. Yeah, probably? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I, 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 I hadn't heard that. <laughs> he
3: becomes he becomes stuff for legends already. I must say, you know, Benitez is. Rain was founded on Istanbul, obviously, and you know what well, that wouldn't amount to Istanbul, but it would certainly give that first season vibe of wow, what what next? You know, it makes you excited for next season. If this is the start, what's coming next? Yeah. So, there is pressure on him, but at the same time, I think he's more than comfortable with, with just playing Liverpool's game and just, just seeing what happens.
0: Percy, as, as Christian Luthers, even after the final, there's going to be plenty of big games coming up that, that United game, brilliant, you know, fantastic sort of uh, draw in the Europa League last 16 today. But I want to talk about these players who will be playing these big games. And uh, from what we heard from Jürgen uh, in his press conference, you know, it seems that's remarkably... and uh, he, he had a glint in his eye where he, he did seem to suggest that the cup final on Sunday might have had something to do healer, with it. it. It was a great healer because yeah. he suddenly said he's got 30 players to pick from. <laughs> uh, he's, never, he's, he's never had close to that number, I think, uh, fit. Uh, since he arrived back in October and um, but for all we say that what most people unless he pulls a wrapper out the hat which he's perfectly capable of doing but you know we would probably wouldn't be far away with a guess on what his first 11 would be simply because you know most we've we've been given a fair indication of what his favorite 11 is at the moment
1: yeah I think so I think I think Colo Torre will come in for for Lucas, and I think that will be the only change from from Thursday night. I think, I think I'm sh- I'm sure that was part of his thinking in in terms of could Colo, you know, I think it would have been unrealistic to have asked him to play two such big games in the space of three days, just a few weeks short of his thirty fifth birthday. I think I think you're right. You know, he, he said today that Lovren had trained, Allen had trained, Skirtle. Uh, and Lallana, but you know they haven't played any football for a few weeks. I think probably Lovren would be the one that you'd say you maybe would be thinking about taking the chance on if you're fearful about the pace of Aguero against against Colo. Um, but you know Lovren hasn't kicked the ball for three weeks, so I think I think uh, personally I think he, I think Colo Tori deserves to play. Um, I think he hasn't had Liverpool down when he's played of late. Um, the only other one that just crosses your mind is Liverpool were were poor in centre and midfield against Augsburg, um, and I think that is a dilemma for him. Um, Chan was was very quiet. You, you think does possibly Lucas come into his thoughts in terms of you know providing that protection in front of the back four to try and nullify City's threat? But I don't know. I I've, I think he probably will stick with, with with what he's got. But you know if you were looking at it at the moment, you'd say the two probably pushing the most would be would be Lovren and Lucas
0: Jonesy, the, the he mentioned the the manager today suggesting that you know he he wasn't sure we'd be able to stop all of city's chances but he, he was absolutely certain that we'd get our own chances in the game i think that's an indication of probably the type of game he's expecting which will be a relatively open game probably uh, and you know to a certain extent you know, an open game. Liverpool have got a, you know a front three there who can do some damage. It's the tactical end of things, which you wrote about uh, in the paper this week. Is, is is a fascinating one, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Um. I spoke to John Barnes about it. and he, I think his line was, "You don't want to be relying on your defence if you're Liverpool or Manchester City." I think <laughs> I think it's a fit the perfect. Yeah, way. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've got a, I've got quite a strong opinion about Manchester City's side and squad, and I think. I think that in a 5 years' time when Pep Guardiola is taking them to unbelievable heights, which I think he will, I think people will look back at this era and go, what was, What was this club doing in this time? Because how would this club going into big games with Fernando and Fernandinho and Di Michaelis and Willy Caballero and Fabian Delph? It's it's negligence, in my opinion, in Cities the way City have built their squad. The fact that still, after five, six years, the players that get them out of it are Joe Hart, company, Yaya yeah, Torre, Silva and Aguero, they're the are the five the five gems and I think the rest is pretty ordinary, in my opinion. But those five are so good that they win games for them and that's what Liverpool have got to do. They've got to get i mean, that that's why I think Lucas might have a chance to start in the midfield because I think David Silva's influence is so big that I wouldn't trust Emily chance to stop him and I wouldn't trust Jordan Henderson to, to just just play as a, a spoiler midfielder. I think they might need a specialist in there who might play midfield. Um Aguero obviously is is the one and you know, listen, if he has a good game, Liverpool will get beat because Aguero is is that good that he'll win a game. But he didn't have he didn't have a great game against against the I don't know, he was half fit, he was kept quiet and Liver it was Liverpool's attacking players that, that stole the show. It's not hard to see it happening again, but it's just it, it is one of those that I just think whoever whoever's attack fires that most bullets will we'll win the game because I don't think the defences can cope with it.
0: Christian, the, um, the frustrating thing in the week, and a lot of Liverpool fans will have been watching Dynamo Kiev City as a sort of you know precursor to Sunday, was that the three goals in Kiev came from the three probably big players in Silva, Yaya and, and Aguero. And then you got two very strong performances from the other two Jonesy mentions, Hart and Goal. And obviously, company who looked absolutely superb, I thought, uh, thought coming back. back. Now, the the hopeful thing is that uh, Pellegrini might not play one one of them, Mm -hmm. in the sense that he's committed himself to willy and goal. Um, Do we think he'll stick to his word? Or there's been plenty written in the local Manchester press and fan polls and everything else. I think if we had a vote round here, we'd all be voting for uh, Caballero, no wouldn't willing. we? Yes, no it's, uh, it's definitely 4 it's 0 here. You've got to be loyal he well. Well. He um He is a man of his word. He's a very sort of dignified character, yeah. Pellegrini. He said all along he's playing uh, Willie Caballero. Do you think he'll change his mind? Yeah. They keep I going do. I'm,
3: I'm watching Willie Caballero at Sanford Bridge, you might as well put me in goal. That, be, <laughs> because. Justing was... yourself down. <laughs> was well, exactly. I, I, I don't think I would let in the fifth for a start, so I, and I can't even touch the crossbar. Like it was <laughs>
0: absolutely. <laughs> it's a wonderful picture for listeners. That but he <laughs> yeah, actually uh... got up there and jumped <laughs> towards that
2: uh,
3: imaginary crossbar. Oh, it's uh, he's, he's he, he was first
2: choice a month wasn't he as well? He's absolutely...
3: yeah, well, Dorman, um, He was he was terrible in that game. If you remember, <laughs> so there we go. Um, I, I, I just don't see how. Any sort of, I mean, at the end of the day, he's, you know, Pellegrini's there to win trophies. It's his, it's his last, it's his last season at the club. He doesn't care about spoiling, uh, Willy Caballero's big day out. He's got no, no, no problem in sort of in, in the uh, ramifications of anything like that. He's, he's, he's surely he's gonna play Joe Hart, which uh, you know. Uh, but let's all I, I think Joe Hart's a, a good keeper, but he's fallible. He's, he's fallible, in him. He's fallible oh, yeah. as well. definitely got mistaken. He's, he's fallible. Um, although he was probably one of City's best performers at the Etihad, funnily enough, even though Liverpool put four past them. Um, but their
0: best performer that day, Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, yeah, absolutely well, that's course, Bruyne. He's he to,
3: that's he's De Bruyne and maybe S-
2: Sterling are probably the only two signings City have made in about five years that you go.
3: There, they've improved. Manchester it's, city. it's funny though. We don't, don't want to turn into a sissy podcast, but if you look go back five years from now, um, you know previous five years, they, they, they were signing players like uh, Joe and Ravino yeah. and, and uh, Budjanov. So you know, I, I, I agree with you in terms of like Guardiola will take them to the next level, but it's just this really weird progression of yeah. sort of the you know the what they're buying and, and exactly how they're spending the money. I think they're getting smarter with it. Um, which so. is a fairly which is so it's a scary force for, for, for anyone who's got any ambitions of Liverpool win the Premier League anytime soon. Um but you know, it it a winner is just bloody City's nose a little bit, wouldn't it? And that that, that 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 can be important. You know, you look at what Klopp did um with Bayern Munich and I know it's not the same, but it, it's that sort of that sort of relationship isn't. I also
2: it? think City have got a little bit of a a little bit of a weakness against the, when they're favourites, when they're expected. If you look at look at the titles they've won. When they went into the last game of the season with this team and they had to be QPR to win the, the league and you know God God knows what odds they were to, to win that league and he won it in the 95th minute you know yeah I remember they, they were struggling against Sunderland in the league cup did they, when mm. Marini scored so they had they, they, you know took a Yaya Torre just to absolutely world for uh, 30 yards and I do think City are not entirely comfortable when it's when they're, they're overwhelming favourites I don't think they're overwhelming favourites but I think they're clear favourites against Liverpool. I think the way they
0: they tend to play that openness we spoke about earlier, Piersy, is 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 a style that suits this Liverpool team in terms of how we want to play. And you know, style is a bit like boxing, where styles will make, uh, but you know, boxing fights. And I think style wise, Liverpool probably match up pretty well against City in 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 a situation where, for instance, if you look ac- across to United in recent games, where we've. You know, their physicality has tended to really knock us off our game, and and, and we've struggled against them. But with City, you know, they they'll leave you spaces to play, and you'll, as Klopp says, you'll you'll get your chances. And you know, ultimately, there's a chance to win a cup final. And when we were all sat there, bored to tears, watching Liverpool v. Carlisle um, <laughs> back September in well, well, September, would it have yeah, been? September you know, 19. still, you know, Brendan, you know, Brendan Rodgers still manager, and all the way to Pens. I mean. We probably weren't thinking we were going to end up in the in the final. It's, you know you don't get to finals too often.
1: No, you don't. know when you think you know that night, I remember Liverpool booed off at full time, booed off at the end of extra time. The only applause after the penalty shootout was for Carlisle, you know, recognizing the way that they'd competed. But you know, I think just going back to the two managers, I think it is an interesting one because I think I think from Liverpool's point of view, Klopp is absolutely huge to Liverpool's chances of winning this game in terms of. The tactical plan and and the way that he sets his team up and and the, the belief that he gives them when they walk out there. Whilst with City, you almost get the impression that, as Neil said, you know the handful of top class performers they've got. If they turn it on, then it could be a very difficult afternoon for Liverpool. Yet they seem to pick and choose when they do turn it on. And let's not forget, they've got a manager where those players know that they won't. They don't have to. They don't. Do did they really listen to Pellegrini? I, I'm not sure because. You know, he's not going they know he's not going to be there in two or three months time and maybe it's a bit harsh on Pellegrini but sometimes I get the impression watching city that you know they when they fancy it yeah they can be great but I, I never I never get the real feeling that it's because of some great tactical plan that Pellegrini's put in place I think it you think of I think it was last season in the Champions League when did he set them up playing 442 against Barcelona and everyone was like before like, <coughs> is he mad you know how are they possibly gonna see any of the ball and they got just got Ripped to shreds, so I think, I think that is certainly in, in Liverpool's favour. The, f- the fact that you know, I, I think you'd much rather have Klopp setting out the battle plan than, than Pellegrini. And um, you know, it's interesting. You know, it's the end of an era for City, and, and the start of one for Liverpool. So it's yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting matchup. I don't think there'll be any great surprises in terms of Liverpool's game plan. I think we saw it at the Etihad back in November. The way that they got out City, put the two fullbacks under loads of pressure force them to cough up possession and and i think you know that opening half an hour will i think will decide the outcome i think if liverpool get in their faces and don't allow them time and space you know i i think i think liverpool will win the game similarly if if we get another sluggish start which we have had far too often in recent weeks and months from liverpool Know, then, then you fear for them because City do have the players to, to take advantage. City struggle against the high press. Even in yeah. the past
3: month, they've lost to the Tottenham and Leicester. Yeah. Well, there was a brilliant moment. I wanted to
0: the back to Jonesy at the Etihad in November, where Pellegrini came bouncing off his seat, uh, watching what was unfolding in front of him. And he just had his hands out, sort of open arms <laughs> to his players, going sort of like with what a sort of doing? "What on earth is going on here?" And he was a, he was a man who was utterly bemused. By what was happening on the pitch, and I wasn't quite sure if it was because his team weren't sort of following his instructions, which he thought would have sorted it out, or whether he just didn't know what was happening on the pitch and yeah. why it was happening. Which you know you'd like to think it was the latter, but you know you know he's a he's a manager who's won things and everything else. which you, you give him due respect, uh, yeah, it, it he, may well be that he knew what was happening and his players weren't doing what he was asking I think, them. I
2: think you mean you were both in his post match press conference. and I think it, he described it as what went wrong and I think he said everything he said every single thing that we talked about in the week he said we didn't do and you know I remember Yaya Torre in that game and such a such a great player Yaya Torre I, I, I would have fancied that I would have, I would have had him off to <laughs> that game because he He's taken off did he? taken off at half time I don't know if, yeah He changed two at half time didn't, didn't he? I think Yaya and, I think, I think and he, he just walked around the pitch just looking like you know hang on you, you, what, you guys are going to run you know, like you don't no no, he said you know, I'll I I don't run, I stroll, you know, and I'll I'll bang one in for twenty yards and it was if you'd have said at that point that Yaya Toure would be dropped by City, you'd have said, yeah, obviously because he, he wasn't at it, but then he he is one of them, as James said, who picks and chooses when he turns it on in the 90th minute of the game on, on Wednesday night he just decides that he's gonna put come on his left foot and, and smack one into the bottom corner. Brilliant goal. If he decides to do it on Sunday then it'll be very unfortunately time for Liverpool. But yeah, I I, I it sounds like we're having a go at and sort of dismissing him. He's, he's a league winner and he's you know, he's won he's managed Real Madrid, he's he's taken Malaga, you know, to within an, an inch of, of a semi final of the Champions League against Dortmund. So he's not he's not a, he's not a mug, but uh, having watched that press conference at the Etihad, I would struggle to think how he would get me fired up for a game because he doesn't seem to have he doesn't seem to have any sort of emotional or, or or interpersonal skills. He just seems like a very a very rigid,
3: rigid sort of person. Which I think worked for them in 2013-14 because you think about the emotions surrounding. Obviously, you know, you think about yeah. the, the speech Gerrard gave on the pitch after the City game. It it almost played in City's hands from that point in because they kept their heads and kept calm and just kept on winning, mm-hmm. whereas Liverpool obviously got swept up in the emotion of it all. So it can it can help, but in one off games, you just sort of yeah. You, you you think it'll play into Liverpool's
0: hands more? She was the sort of person he has that you know there was a you know a dream season for many Liverpool fans. You know everyone was very emotionally connected to that massive sort of streak and could we do it? And it was going to be almost a miracle was unfolding before our eyes. And obviously Pellegrini and that City side were the ones who sort of denied it. But it's not as if Pellegrini's like he never became like a hate figure the like way some other managers of, of, of go teams. Goes back to James, isn't it? Because what
2: James said in terms of. It wasn't Pellegrini denied City. It was it was City's good players. It was you know it was, you know, Torre stepping up in a game or Aguero winning them a game or Jacko at some point winning them a game. So it, it it was never you never felt like it was Pellegrini's mastery that they could produce the triumph. And I think it will be the same on Sunday. It will be. David Silva being outrageously good, or Aguero scoring a couple, or Yaya Toure stepping up, or Joe Hart saving a penalty. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be one of their their good players doing something that, that you know they do. Stealing. Well, them. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh,
0: no, we're, we're not there. going to talk about him. You said <laughs> you said the s word, and we're not going to talk about it. Um, all we can say is Sunday, fantastic occasion awaits. What what I think probably will be a fantastic game awaits because of the players who are on the pitch and the way the two managers will probably approach it. And let's just hope that uh, come Sunday evening, whatever time, uh, whether after uh, extra time pens or whatever, um, that uh, Liverpool are heading north with their ninth league cup. Thanks very much for listening.
2: De telefoon. Niet omdat het moet. Nu bij Tele2, de Huawei P20.
1: Omdat het kan!
2: Voor een genadeloos lage prijs. Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou.
1: Niet omdat het moet, maar